did we ever settle on the total amount of time that you've been training jujitsu? <laughs> okay, so let's go. Let's go a, a year and a half, three years. So three years. You've been training for three years. Yep. Have you had an opportunity to use your jujitsu as self defense in real life? I have not. That's a negative. Okay. Now, do you fantasize about doing it? I think about it all the time. Okay. <laughs> Every time I go to one of my daughter's soccer games, I think about it. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I fucking hate. I hate the parents at the sporting events. While they're at the sporting event, they're probably very nice people outside of it. Yeah. But at the event, oh my God, I, I can't stand them. And I do. I have these fantasies of someone saying the wrong thing or doing something wrong and then coming up to me and be like, hey, buddy. And then just, you know, go strike, go into yeah. action. But hasn't happened yet. Do, do you have, is there an archetypical type of dad or mom that you plan on throwing down with? <laughs> the, loud, the loud one. There's, a, there's always this one fucking parent. I'm sure every parent out there knows this. They they're trying to kind of be funny throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Well, paint us, paint us a little bit of a picture of this this guy, tall guy, big guy. Uh, he's short. Short, short guy. About five. Okay, I shouldn't say sh he's shorter than me. He's wait, about wait, wait, five wait. ten. <laughs> five ten. That's yeah. your short. <laughs> that's like shorter, shorter than me. That's, okay. a, that's why I didn't want to say Ouch. short. That's why I didn't want to say short. I said shorter than me. That's taller than average height. Five ten. Five ten. So right, five nine three quarters is average right now. Whoa. In America? <laughs> no, I think like 5'8". 5'7"? 5'7"? 5'7", 5'7", 5'8". Is, is that average. right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, As my a person bad. who was 5'10", wow, I know that. Tall privilege. That, was, that was such tall privilege right there. I was like, hey, he's yeah. a short little bitch. Yeah, what are you guys doing down there? What's that, what do you guys consider average height down there? <laughs> he's a short little pussy. Nah, so I know like, like five... I, I can so see my height. height. So yeah, he's my height. height. He's not built <laughs> like you though. Okay. He's, he's way louder than you because you're not a loud person in my, in my time being around you. That's fair. Yeah, you're on stage, you're doing your thing. With we've had some good conversations about MMA and shit in the green rooms and stuff. But you're not like the loudest guy in the room. No, not the loudest. I can't guy stand in the, the loud. I never liked the loudest guy in the room. Okay. So he's there. He's a little husky. He, he's a little pudgy. Okay, a little, a little pudgy. pudgy. And he's trying to be just be funny. <laughs> yeah. Everything he's trying to make a joke about. And then he's getting on my nerves, so I'm moving away from him like I do with all the other parents. And then he says something. Wait, wait, what are you? What are you wearing in this kind? What am I wearing? Yeah, I, probably just this. Okay. No, I'm not wearing my gi. All right. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. And, I just didn't know if he was wearing like a jean jacket or something. Oh yeah, you know? leather jacket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's got a flannel on. This guy's got a flannel on. Okay, flannel dad. And then I guess uh, he's getting choked with that flannel. Yeah, he's getting <laughs> loop choked, right? And then he's he's making jokes and all that stuff, and I'm letting it slide. And then he makes a joke about my kid, and then I say, hey man. And you're being really this stop it and then he gets me with the what are you going to do about it walks <laughs> what up you to gonna me. do about yeah that one that move and then are either one of you holding me. a coffee no, i probably would be holding coffee because yeah. i always have coffee at the soccer games <laughs> like like one of these cups yeah yeah like yeah a, with like a lid like on a, like it, a reusable though. cup with a, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're very responsible yeah of course yeah. <laughs> very responsible with a, with a hot drink drinker <laughs> with a reusable straw by the way and then i think i'm going to put the coffee down i'm not going to throw it in his face like a like a boss rooting style you know this defense thing so when you put the coffee down is that your first physical sign to let him know that yes things are about to yes. get out of hand if he <laughs> yes. keeps going and then, okay. I'm, then I'm, I'm gracie one-on-one and my hands are up here and i'm saying hey listen i don't want it to get that far but i think you need to shut the hell up and then now here's one thing i'm not waiting for him to touch me okay once he starts posturing and coming towards me like he's going to be aggressive that's enough for me to go ahead i'm like shell son i can't let you get close from anything like that yeah and then i'm hitting him with that and then i'm going probably hip toss you know, his arm would be there. Maybe just throw a more grip on there. Get heavy on him. All grappling. All grappling. Okay. Yep. And then he's like, all right, man, I'm fucking sorry. Jeez, it's just a joke. Yeah. And then I'm, like, I'm like, yeah. And then I'm like, yeah, bitch, no joke. And then that's it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I go, you want to hear jokes? Come to Helium Thursday. I'll be there. Slip him your card. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. And that's that's it. That's the rundown. I hope it. I hope if it happens, it works out that way. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good. I like yeah. that. You like that? That's, yeah. that's, that's good. Right? No harm, no fun. Nobody got yeah. hurt. No one yeah. got hurt. He got he, embarrassed. He can get up and like continue. He doesn't even have to leave. He no. He doesn't have to tuck his tail and leave. No. No. You know, he gets Not to stick around. Not embarrassed his kid. Yeah. yeah. Stop making inappropriate jokes about yeah. the kids. Yeah. And there you go. Yeah. I'm responsible. I like it. <laughs> I like it. All right. That's fun. Yes. Yeah, it's fun. And so, uh, Albert, one of the things that we've been doing before we start the podcast is we do a little two-breath meditation. Do you okay. meditate? Not as much as I, no, I don't. I used to meditate. Man, you have a <laughs> pre COVID. Yeah. <laughs> I don't count that. <laughs> I used to meditate and I, I, I was getting I was getting peace of mind and balance out of it. 
And I stopped. Yeah. You, Don't know why. You would think, though, with somebody that has that deep of a martial arts fantasy, you're also meditating. <laughs> yeah. And, I, I'm, and I'm not meditating. Okay. I use, well, but in your fantasy, do you meditate? <laughs> <laughs> before, before I, when I put my coffee down, I'm meditating. Well, I, you know, I, I used to do this thing where I would put my feet against the wall. So I put like lay flat against the wall, mm-hmm. put my feet up the wall. So I'm pretty much at 90 degrees. Okay. And then for 20 minutes, I would meditate in that position. You would take an L. Yeah, take it, take it, take it out. Take it out. Yep. And I would control the breathing, turn the lights down, and and just really get into a zone. Okay. I liked it because when when you're done and you like put your like the ham the stretch that you get for your lower back and hamstrings is like euphoric, mm. and you were just mm. meditating. It was a very good feeling. I, I enjoyed. it. I don't know why the fuck I stopped. Maybe I'll start again. You know, maybe this is going to be the first day of the rest of my life. There you go. Yeah. There you go. After COVID, that happens a lot. <laughs> All right, Ace, uh, you got to explain this meditation. Right, we're going to do a box meditation. So we're just going to breathe in slowly for a count of four. And then we're going to hold it for a count of four. And then breathe out for a count of four and hold it. And we'll do it twice. Oh, yeah. The, the, oh, yeah. The okay, the yeah, the box. box meditation. Yeah, okay, okay, there we go. All right. All right, everybody ready? Do you want, should I move the mic away so you can't hear me like no, breathing and shit? Like a, Live your life. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So breathe in. One, two, three, four. Hold. One, two, three. Three, four, breathe out. Four, hold. Breathe in. Hold. Breathe out. Hold. And we're ready. Namaste. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that a namaste time when you would say that? I would, sure. I would never say that. You would never say <laughs> I would never say that. Anyway, they make you, no, they don't make you, but when you're done with the yoga class, they hit you with a namaste. And I, I say it back because I just feel like a dick if I don't. No. Yeah. I, I give feel, him a little bow. I, I feel like Her I'm hands. too good for like, I feel like if I don't say namaste back, I'm saying I'm a little too good for your freak show. You, you're you. going to have to beat it out of me. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. I'll un-yoga everybody in this room right now. All right, let's start this. All right. Let's do it. The Shock Poppers made it another week. We did it. They let us do this another week. Yes. There We're we unstoppable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I'm here. I'm Sydney, sitting next to my co-host, the world champion, Ansley. Hello. Okay, champ. <laughs> and today our guest is none other than the Albert Davis. What is up? What's up? Not a champion, but I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm great. I'm great. You know, I stopped saying I'm good. I'm great. Hell yeah. I'm great. Because that, that, that is a powerful thing, right? Yeah. And uh, I used to be like, ah, oh, I'm cool. It's like, nah, you're fucking all, I'm awesome. So I try to re- really like oversell it. Not oversell it, but really appreciate how great things are going. So I'm fucking great. Yeah. Nice. You, in order to say I'm cool, you need props. <laughs> you know, you, you got to put, yeah, like put on a Yeah, you just, like put a hat. Like, I'm cool. <laughs> Put sunglasses yeah, on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pop yeah, a yeah, collar. Pimp shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm cool, baby. No, I'm cool. I'm cool, baby. <laughs> yeah, you can't, you can't. Not, not with, uh, with a Henley. Yeah, you can't be. Yeah, yeah. You can't be cool with Henley. But you can be fucking great. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can be fucking, <laughs> fucking great as hell. <laughs> That's the Henley vibe. Right? Yeah. Black guy in a Henley. Yeah, black guy in a yeah, Henley right. is doing great. <laughs> <laughs> and you're gonna be doing great too. <laughs> All right. So, Albert, do you know what we do on this podcast? You, you dive into the spiritual-ish realm of shit, right? Uh, you can say that if you want to. I mean, okay. you're going to be doing the dabbling. We're just okay. asking the questions. Oh, shit. I'm going to be opening. Okay. I yeah, like so that. we're just popping open the chakras. Okay. Here. All right. And basically, the premise of this podcast is to prove that anybody can reach uh, a higher consciousness or enlightenment, and you don't have to be, you know, uh, like, like an overly spiritual person to be able to achieve these things. And you can have a sense of humor about it. And that, that's basically what this whole entire podcast is about. And I dig that. I like that. That's cool. Yeah. I, I, do you think, I, I'm now here I am asking you questions, but do you think that people oversell the spirituality of life? I would say, I don't, I don't think so, but I think that there's also like an ideal person that everybody can chase that doesn't have to take that route. Yeah. I also, I also think personalities are fun. Mm-hmm. And if you choose spirituality as part of your personality, I mean, again, the props. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, like the, the, the fucking hemp necklaces. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, the beads, like the, the beads, and the hair. You gotta yeah. go throw a couple yeah. beads in there. Dreads. Yeah, yeah. There's a hairstyle White dude with dreads. Totally spiritual all day. Yeah. Right? 
You already know your footwear. Like yeah. everything's taken care of for you. Yeah, you get to like go barefoot a lot. But, I dig that. Mm-hmm. I, I I dig barefoot life too. But I always think that sometimes people like like I don't know if you were to put your stereotypical like um, spiritual person, you don't think of a guy in a suit getting ready to walk into a boardroom and have a meeting, mm. right? No. You think of like the hippie girl with the dress and the peace brother. You well, know what I mean? And honestly, let me. I, I I lied a little bit because I that is that is a spiritual guy too. Like the 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 powers the, the dude in the C suite that is like now uber spiritual. You know they have they have all the money to go to all the retreats and yeah, things. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know they have a room dedicated to it. They have one of those little sand gardens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Those guys are heavy into it. Yeah. yeah. Like American Psycho guys. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I, I mean I just needed to say that because I, I do think of that guy when I think of spiritually uh, overly spiritual people yeah well i think they probably have to use some of that spiritual they have to unlock unlock some chakras to get to where they are in life they too. don't but they claim no. that they did okay right. like they they um, they start getting into the spirituality once they start making a lot of money and then they claim that the path of spirituality is what's going to help other people make it to making uh-huh. a lot of money they're full of shit okay I, I, I could I could stand behind that. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, my dad owned the company, but spiritually, what you should do is <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm and I, I interrupted you. You were you were on a track, and I, and I jumped. Was on I, well, I was just saying that the, the I guess I was talking about like the stereotypical spiritual person. Yeah, right. Because um, sometimes I feel like that's oversold in the reverse as well, right? So you get your you know the hippie looking person who's all spiritual, and the, and then something doesn't go their way, or and then they. And you're like, whoa, hold the fuck on. You are not pre- practicing anything that you've been preaching. You ever see that one in the reverse? Oh, yeah. I mean, when shit goes wrong, I mean, listen. That's when you find out how someone is. When shit life, goes wrong. life hits you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Sometimes you, don't got, sometimes you don't got time for it. Right. Right? There's a dark, there's a dark side to this, too. Yes. Albert, like, you, I'm you, ready. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm in therapy, baby. I'm, I'm, I'm tackling the dark shit. Okay. Let's, yeah. let's, let's yeah. get into this. All right. Let's get into this. Okay. So, uh, everybody gets the same exact questions on okay. the podcast. And we start off with a little icebreaker, then we get into popping open the chakras. Ansley, take it away. All right. So, Albert, what situation or event did you learn the most information from? Okay. Can I ask a question like about myself or just in, in general? Huh? <laughs> you said, did, did I learn the most from? Did I yeah. learn the most about me? Is that what uh, you're sure. how, how, Yeah, however you want to interpret that question. Aye, aye, aye. Um, be fatherhood. Becoming a father and realizing that um, I was now where my parents were years ago Mm. Mm, and realizing that like I think I think sometimes we hold our parents or the people raising us to these really super high standards when you're 28 years old with no kids. But then when you're 34 with kids, you go that that standard that I'm holding them to is not I don't know if that's possible. Yeah. You know, and like maybe I was a little too harsh of a critic on my folks. They were clearly trying the best they could. Maybe I'm just being a bit of an asshole, you know, like, so that was like eye opening to realize it's like, okay, maybe you need to chill the fuck out a little bit. That's. Yeah, especially at 28. What the fuck were you still <laughs> holding your parents to impossible standards for at well, 28? Well, no, I'm, I'm, you know, when you look back when you're 28, like, I wish my mom wouldn't have done that. I wish that my parents would have done I wish they would have done that. They shouldn't have done that. You know, because that's how parenting is, right? It's It's the only job in the world where like, after the dust settles, you get to find out how well you did, right? Mm. And I think there's a lot of people who blame their parents later on in life for things and maybe hold them to a high standard. Now, I'm not like a whiny little bitch about it. Like, I'm going to call my mom and be like, I hate you for everything you've done to me. But I would think about stuff like that. And I think about, yeah, man, you held your parents to a really high standard. And now you're realizing that it's very hard to do that. Yeah. You know, so that was eye opening for me. Yeah, I apologize for my neighbor out there <laughs> revving. It sounds good. Whatever it sounds like engine he's <laughs> revving out there. Yeah. No, but I agree with that. Like, I, I would even say that it's a, you, like a parent never gets to find out whether or not they were a good or bad parent because if all goes according to plan the way life is supposed to go, they will be dead and long gone before everything is settled on whether or not they were a good parent. Yeah. You, yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of sad when you look at it that way, but yeah, and you just, I don't know. I, I think about like what, what will my daughter will be saying to me in 30 years when she's gone through life and has her ups and downs. I hope she looks back and says, my dad, man, he did a great fucking job. He did, but maybe not. Maybe that won't happen. I don't know. Now yeah. that's a fear. We were talking about it. That's a fear of mine. Okay. So now are there any specific, uh, 
is there anything specific that comes to mind when you think about the things that you learned like other than the comparison to your own parents like is there anything else that comes well i i don't know if i'm going to answer this question properly but i'm going to, my answer will be as follows my parents got divorced mm-hmm. so they i came in this world with two parents that lo- loved me we had the household and all that and then it got split up at what age uh nine eight nine years old okay okay it, it was hurt. I remember. I remember when I found out, and it was it was hurtful. And I, I remember all that. Do you have siblings? Yes. How many? I have an older brother and a sister. I'm the youngest, so I have an okay. older brother and sister. So, my daughter came in this world with her parents were never together. So, so I think oh, about that at a least lot. one night. <laughs> yeah. We're together at least together one, one night. night. <laughs> right. That's very true. Multiple nights, but you get it. Um, it only takes one. It only takes one. <laughs> one lucky shot. But um, so I think about that a lot because, you know, I, I was in a household that split and then I had to have like my dad here and my mom here and it's kind of mm-hmm. like this side of family, that side of family. My daughter came in the world and that was her her normal Yeah, mm-hmm. was split up. So I, I think about that a lot of like how I handled them, my parents not being together and then what it must be like for my daughter who's never seen her parents together and am I doing a good job and I guess overcompensating or compensating for the lack of that nuclear family. Well, it's funny because I was going to actually say you never had to compensate for... So, like, when your mom and dad split when you were at, you know, nine or ten, mm-hmm. both of them... I mean, again, I don't I don't know either one of your parents, and I'm, I don't mean to speak for them, but I'm absolutely going to Go right ahead, now. Speak. But both of them have to now make sure that their kids don't feel like the split has changed the love that they're going to get from, from them. Like, like, as a dad... I don't want you to think I'm going to love you less now that I'm not with your mom. Yeah. I don't want you to think that things are going to be drastically different or get worse now for you because we're not together. So right. now there's going to be some overcompensation that I might have to do yeah. to make sure that you feel that. Because I don't know what's going on in your mind. So I have to go extreme to make sure that you feel what I want you to feel. Yes. Right? So, but if you were never together, except for that one night. Except for that one that one magical night. You don't. You don't yeah. have to do any of that. Yeah. Well, well, it. I do though. Okay. I do because you, you know, your 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 visitation. I don't want to use the word visitation, but the time you spend with your kids <laughs> is a little more like planned, right? You want them to always have a good time. Mm-hmm. You want them to look back, remember how fun their dad was. And uh, do you compete? Do you fun time compete with mom? Um, I, I think it's zero competition. I'm killing it. Like, okay. I'm, 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 I'm like I'm like the '96 Bulls, right? I don't fucking competition on this. Wait, does she have him have her like during the week, like school, like we yeah, have to get stuff done, and then you get yeah. to be fun so, dad on the weekends? Exactly right. So, it, which probably sucks for yeah. for her as well. Yeah. Um, but you comments, you oh yeah, we can buy that. Oh, we can buy. Oh, we can go there. We can go. Yeah, we'll do that too. We'll do, and like, it's expensive. And but you also find yourself like always trying to like I well I used to always find myself trying to like make up for this time that I'm not with you, and uh, I'm slowly like backing up on like chilling out with that a little bit because yeah. that's not I, I'm not there to be your, your cheerleader your biggest fan well yes your biggest fan but I'm not there to make sure everything is perfect in your world I have to teach you things we have to learn we have to have awkward silences you're gonna have to cry a little bit when you're with me. Because I'm being a disciplinarian, you know what I mean, shit like yeah. that. So, I um, do you ever you have, have you ever disciplined and you were like, I got to keep going until they cry. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes like fuck it, it's already yeah. Sometimes like yeah, it's already happened, so I might as well keep going. But you've never um, you never try to force a cry. No, I don't ever try to force a cry. I you yeah. know I, I try to I try to um, discipline very level headed. Mm-hmm. I try not to let anger intervene by so I try not to raise my voice that much. I try not to like show anger. I try more to like talk about what's going on, why things are important, why why you're supposed to do this, instead you did this. What were you thinking? Why did you think that was a bad idea? <laughs> Your yeah. kids are like, dude, just make me cry so we can get on with <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, this fucking, yeah, yeah. What the so fuck? So we to sing back, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, um, but that's my way. But I, you know, I, when I was younger, I could get yelled at a lot. It made me feel fucking horrible. Yeah. It made me feel so internally bad and like, fucked with my self-esteem I don't want to be yelling at other people mm-hmm. that's that's really what it comes down to alright that's fair there you go how old's your daughter now nine. nine I got nine and five 
Okay. Oh, okay, yeah. So, I mean, I, yeah, I can't... You can get some good crying out of him. <laughs> <laughs> Nine and five? Well, well, That's in a prime crying years. <laughs> You're going to miss this. <laughs> yeah, when they're teenagers, like, ah, oh, fuck. Oh, I should have made They're making cry me it. cry now. <laughs> but, so, the, another... I have a very interesting... Well, not very interesting. Just unique. Um, my daughter, Lainey, is nine. Mm-hmm. Her sister, Skylar, is five. Skylar is not related to me by blood. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Her mom had another child with somebody who is MIA. Yeah. He's the worst. He's the worst. He's, yeah. He's, Wait, he's, so, he's, so, uh, so uh, I'm a little confused. Mm-hmm. So do they have the same mom? They have the same mom. So... Huh? <laughs> okay, wait. So you, that's right. You were never together except for that one magical night. Well, no, we, we actually were together, but we, we, we were never together as a family. Yeah. As a family, yeah. right? And then four years later, she gets another magical night. Yeah. <laughs> has a baby. The the magician. Yeah. <laughs> did the disappearing <laughs> act. This kid's metaphor is going. He's good. <laughs> He's good. So you've stepped in as like her full time yeah, yeah, dad. Like yeah. you've taken so, the um, dad figure. Yeah. Oh. So, well, oh. and my, my, my theory on that, it was like, I, I don't think the human in me could be such a great dad to this child while this child's sitting on the other side of the room wondering. Her sister, what, like, sorry. Waiting yeah. for a real dad to reappear. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So, <laughs> Say the magic words. <laughs> Say the magic words. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, you know, and I told my, my now wife, who was my girlfriend at the time, you know, I, was, I told her the plan and she was like, yep, that's the plan. And, and the plan was we were going to accept uh, her sister as our own and they were we just had a magical weekend we just had a great weekend and it was all four of us so that's that's my family so we have two girls yeah that's that's cool and it sounds like uh the the mom must be a pretty cool chick enough cool enough cool enough enough, right well i mean yeah well you know those things those things are very it's very hard to have like a perfect relationship yeah with but i mean she was at my house this morning okay to pick the girls up and hung out, talked to my wife, said hi to the dogs, mm-hmm. talked about plans, talked about decor of the house. So it's a good, it's good. It's yeah. Good. It could be way worse. Let's put it that way. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So before we get off this, so how would you, if you had to distill it down into like one sentence or one tagline, uh, what it is that you learned about becoming a father or fatherhood in general, uh, how would you contextualize that? It, it, Forgiveness, grace, understanding. I don't know if those all those words make sense in that context, but maybe understanding, putting yourself... Because I, when I became a father, I put myself in my father's shoes and in my mother's shoes. Mm-hmm. So it was re- it's really the opportunity you get to put yourself in someone else's shoes and then understanding and then forgiving, right? Because you can hold a grudge for a really, really, really long time. And I try not to be that person. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to do the best I can. Did I answer that question? I don't know if I yeah. answered that yeah, question. You, yeah. you, you said words. Okay, yeah, I did. But <laughs> so, was it right, though? I'm saying it was like... It was like <laughs> well, I mean, it's, 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 all the, it's the answer you give. It's, I mean, it's, 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 it's right as far as it comes out of your mouth, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Thank you for that. Thank you for sharing yeah, all that. Yes. And then uh, now we're going to get in popping open these chakras from the bottom chakra up. Okay. The, the first chakra is the root chakra located in and around the butthole. Okay. I have to say that. Okay, I mean... That's, that's our waiver. Okay, I was saying that wasn't on the waiver, but I guess, okay, there we go. Yeah. All right, uh, Ace, take it away. All right, so Albert, how did you learn to overcome fear? Um, I, I'm going to say this. I'm going to sound like a, like a fucking motivational speaker, but... Well, you're dressed like one. <laughs> well, I'm doing great, goddammit. And so are you if you sign up. Um, just knowing that... This is going to sound corny as shit, but fear is blocking you from the things that you want in life, right? You don't do things because of fear. So just kind of understanding that, like nobody got anything by not facing their fears. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I was like, look, man, you could be one of these dudes who wakes up at 90 years old and has never challenged yourself, never faced a fear. And you're going to, you probably live an okay life, but you would never have really seen what you could do. So don't be that guy. Yeah. So yeah. don't be a guy. And then, you know, one of the things I did to unlock a fear was go to a fucking open mic and start doing comedy. Okay. Yeah, that was one of the things where I was like, you got, do it, go do it. Like, just fucking walk in there and do it. And it was like, you know, you're nervous, heart's pounding, your jokes suck, you, everyone's looking at you like, who the fuck's this guy? And there you are doing fucking, doing the thing. Yeah. All right. Can you, can you remember a time in your life when you were the most scared? The most scared? Yeah. I, 
The guy didn't have a gun, but I thought he had a gun. He had, he had that have a gun vibe. <laughs> no, he had a, he had a, he had a flashlight. Mm. For some reason, he had a flashlight in his waist, and he rolled up to fight not me or my friends, but this other group of people who were like standing right over there. And when he came up, he was talking to us. He's like, "Where's where the fuck? Where the fuck?" And, he, and we're like, "Whoa, whoa, what's going on?" And then he did like you know he pulled like that, and I could see the flashlight. Don't make me shed light yeah, on this yeah, situation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and right. then he veered off and started walking towards other people. But that was one of the only times where I felt like I was going to shit my pants, where I was scared to death and I thought I was going to lose control of my bowels because uh, you know that thought dude had a gun and was wanted to shoot somebody. It was fucked. How up. did you? At what point did you realize it was a flashlight? That's a great question. I got after the after they went over there and they had their experience after they fucked those kids up. Mm-hmm. I then realized it was a fla- like maybe it fell out. I think I think it fell out of it and it was like oh it's just a flashlight. Mm. Then I was like we're getting the fl-. I was just like I got to go. we got to go so me and my boys we rolled out. That was that was scared. That was literally almost scared the shit out of me. <laughs> he might not even have batteries in that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna pistol with me with the fucking mag light. That's a you know. I mean, yeah, that's scary shit. Yeah, All right. <laughs> I was young too. I was like yeah. fourteen when that happened. Oh yeah, the imagination runs wild when you're fourteen and in the confrontation. So yeah. this is this was an older guy. Yeah, yeah, and they were they were older. Yeah, the kids, the dudes over there were older. And we were like these young kids who were like just in the kind of in the wrong spot at the wrong time. We were just like walking around, mm. and yeah, it was fucking weird. But yeah, All right. scared of shit. I mean, so. Uh, Albert paused for one second. Uh, so as far as the guy that had the flashlight in his waistband, Ansley, mm-hmm. what did he look like? <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> he had on a uh, black puffy coat, like, you know, like the bubbles puffy okay. coat. He had on some... around winter time. Yeah. He had on some nice shoes, some slick shoes. Slick um, shoes, like, yeah, like, like wingtips. No, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, he had jeans on, um, and he was of African American descent. Albert, not a black dude. Not a black no. dude. Not a black dude. Hmm. White huh. dude. With a damn flashlight. I should have known. <laughs> right, right. Black dude at least had a knife on him. Yeah. Shit, a flashlight. Was a white dude. He had a white dude. He had a flannel. He did have jeans on. He had sneakers on. Sneakers. Ball cap. Ah. Like all, you know, like like all bent up, hard that hard mm. bend. Yeah, that, that was he his was, look. He, he walked hard. Yeah, <laughs> he came in walking hard. He yeah. was ready to go. Oh, he was ready to rock. He was ready to rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he, but he was, unfortunately in this story, he was uh, of the Caucasian mm. descent. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Close fun. enough. Yeah. That happens. That happens. Yeah. <laughs> Ansley, during Black History Month, really? Really? Right. At least go Puerto Rican. What the fuck? Right. He did. He did. Like the way he was talking. I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't really uh, feel when, when he was like talking for him. Yeah. I was, it was really ambiguous, mm-hmm. which is why I hit mm-hmm. you with the, what did he look like? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm the, like the king of ambiguity when it comes to racial shit. So that's, that would make sense. We'll find out what that means as we go, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the king of ambiguity. <laughs> All right. And we'll call that a fear chakra popped. All right. So, uh, Ansley, take it away. All right. We're to the pelvis chakra. So, Albert, this is a segment we like to call My Bad. It's an opportunity for you to apologize to a person, place, or thing in order to set your karma back to neutral. What is going on, Papaholics? We did it again. We just finished Albert's Patreon episode, and you guys can get that for $1, all of our exclusive content on our Patreon, $1. You can also do $5 if you want, but $1 is all you need to do, and we appreciate anything else. But not only the counter to this podcast that you're watching right now, which we call Chakra Poppers After Dark, but we also do some fight commentary and analysis on Ainsley's Jiu-Jitsu matches. Come and check us out. Also, check out Albert's podcast, Seriously, Dad, that he does with Jay Yoder. Seriously, comma, Dad. I don't know if you have to put the comma in when you're searching it up, but check it out. Uh, you'll enjoy that. Albert, did you have a good time? I had a fucking blast. This was awesome. Thank you very, very much. Um, I learned a lot about myself. Yeah, pep it up, pep it up. I learned a lot about myself. And I, I'm feeling great. I got a little emotional. There's a little, I, I don't cry full on, but I get it. You could probably hear it in my voice. Um, I questioned myself, and this was this was so much fun. Thank you very much. Yeah, if you want to watch a black man in a Hentley cry, keep on watching this episode. <laughs> and now we're going to get back to this episode and find out who or what Albert has to apologize to. Okay, okay, that's a good one. Now, when I was in fourth grade, there was a group of us in school, and we were we were we were being assholes to this one kid. 
This kid, is, his name was John. I'm not going to say his last name because, I don't know, maybe, I don't know. Anyway, his name was John. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was he was not um, not a very popular kid. And uh, I'm sure his home life was a fucking wreck. And uh, he was always, he was he was like a pain in the, he was kind of like an asshole, but not in like an, a, not like a harmful asshole. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Mm-hmm. And there's one it's time. A spaz. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're like, yeah. And this one time we were we were uh, like in the classroom, but in a part of the classroom we couldn't see, and we were we were, we were kind of fu- we were being bullies. We were fucking with this kid, and uh, I kicked him in the balls. Yeah, like square. <laughs> like I, and were you aiming? Was, that was your aim. Yeah, I was. I was being a fucking asshole. It was, mm. it was and I, I'm so I'm glad you brought this up because I think about this all the time. And when I did get an opportunity to, I saw him. I apologized specifically for it. And the look on his face when I did it was... With the apology or the kick? The kick. The kick. kick. Okay. But the look on his face, it wasn't so much like pain, but it was like, why are you you being like this to me? Why would you do this to me? And the feeling I had inside was the worst feeling I've had probably in my entire life. And I never felt good about it. I always felt like I was a piece of shit for doing that. I'll never forget the look on his face. And... um, that was that, that was very hurtful. I felt like that was a wor- probably one of the worst things I've done. Okay, I need to be I need to be placed in this setting. Okay, okay, okay. All right. So inside, outside, recess. Inside, inside, inside a classroom. Inside a classroom. Okay. Why Why were you in a situation where you you were even allowed to mingle in a way that allowed you to kick him in the balls? Great question. We had this, and in the school I went to, we had pods, so it was like a gigantic room, mm-hmm. and then they use like pretty much like little dividers to break it up into four classrooms. So your pod was like your, your classroom. And we had to go behind the the wall that made the classroom. Where, that's where we put like our coats and our gym. And we all went back there to go maybe put our coats away or grab some. For some reason, we all had to go behind that. Mm-hmm. So that's why we were all around and no one could see what we were doing. Okay. Now, what was the the setting? Like, what was the, like, why did you kick them in the nuts? <laughs> Like, like, were you guys roughhousing? Were you, it was, I, or were you like, hey guys, watch this? <laughs> I never did a hey guys, watch this. But we were fucking with this dude. We were being assholes. We were being bullies. We were being fucking dicks. Do you remember any of the other things that were happening to him? I mean, he was, by what the other kids were doing? Yeah, what did the other kids do? They were more on the verbal side of things. So you definitely crossed the line. I crossed the fucking line. <laughs> yes. I crossed the line. I crossed the line. And I I, I kind of did it. I also didn't think like he was going to let me do it. Now that's, part of this is his fault. No, I'm just joking. It's not his fault, but I didn't think he. <laughs> protect your balls, you gotta dude. protect your balls. I didn't think he was going to let me do it. Like I didn't think he was going to let me like, like execute. You know, I thought figure like he was going to move or stop and so then you, that would be it. You made a big show. Yeah. Of like, about to kick yeah. Him in the nuts. And then it just happened. I was like. I was like, oh, like, did you, this is a block. Did you verbally say, I'm going to kick you no, in the No, I nuts. didn't verbally say that. I didn't verbally say that. You just, everybody else was like, oh, you have a big head, you have a big head. Yeah, you fuck you, like, you fucking sick. And I was like, ah, yeah, like fucking the Liu Kang came, came from the back. And I fucking kicked him, man. It was, I felt horrible. I, I still feel horrible about that all the time. Not the pain, that, not the physical pain that makes me feel horrible about it. That, yeah. It was that one, I was, I was a part of a bully. I was part of, and I, I don't like that. But the other thing is like, where my head, my head was in such a negative space that I thought that was okay to like just stand here and kick this kid like that. Like that was, that was fucked up. You know what I mean? Like that was a fucked up thing I did. It's pretty fucked up. It's pretty, it's really fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Can we pause for a second? Yeah. Ansley, what did John look like? John, <laughs> um, John was a white kid. John was, he wore like, um, T-shirts maybe were a little dirty or maybe had like a hole in them and like had like weird cartoon stuff that like wasn't cool on them. Um, And John wore sweatpants and sneakers and had like weird, like kind of like um, stringy, greasy hair. What color was his hair? Oh, brown, like sandy brown. Okay. And glasses. I had John being a redhead, but. Uh, John's a redhead. Oh, look at you. Boom. I thought you were going to get, I thought you were going to get a redhead. (laughs) He was right, but everything else you described like pretty spot on. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. That's actually, if you kick a redhead square in the nuts, that's good luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's how rainbows are made. Right? <laughs> yeah. How 
much later did you apologize to him? Years. Years? Like, Years. You guys were like, like, like we were still went through school and like that was back in the, like he forgot about it and we like talked and like probably fucked around in recess and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, when I, when I had apologized to him, it was, we were in our 20s. Oh, wow. Mm. I had seen him in a bar. Yeah. And I was like, yo, I was like, yo, can I talk to you? For, like, yo, can I talk to you? <laughs> Probably thought I was going to try to make out. Yeah. I was like, I've always had a thing for you ever yeah. since I kicked you the balls. <laughs> and uh, I, I apologized to him and he was like, he, he was like, thank you. He was like, thanks, man. Thank you. Like, I, it was like, it was a positive conversation. I'm glad that he forgave me. And um, I mean, I, I, I decided a long time ago that I wasn't going to like pick on people like bully. Like even now, like being a comedian, when people do like crowd work and they fuck with people, I don't punch down. Like I don't like to pick on people just because, and that's one of the experiences that just make me feel like I'm not going to be that guy. Man, did you, did, did it even cross your mind to give him one swift kick to let him get at it? To give, oh, let, let him, him kick. kick. Yeah. You know what? If he would have asked me, I probably would have been like, do it, bro. <laughs> but he didn't ask. I wasn't, I'm not volunteering to kick me in the nuts. He's going to kick me in the balls. But if he would have been like, let me kick you in the nuts back. I mean, we were at a bar. I was probably a little hammed up. I, I would let him do it. All right. I would let him get it. That's yeah. a good apology. That is a good apology. Sorry, John. Yeah. <laughs> free kick. Go. Yeah. One free kick to the nuts. One free kick. Yeah. All right. Ace, take it. Well, okay. Chakra pop. Have to yes. say that. Yeah. That is a right. pelvis chakra popped. Okay. After you pop the pelvis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So, Ace, take it away. All right. We are to the gut chakra. So, Albert, how do you move past disappointment, either in yourself or in others? Oh, shit. Um, disappointment in others, I'll just let, I can let it go. I can let it go. Um, I try not to hold a grudge. So I was just like, you know, they're human. I, I say a lot, just human. Or uh, just a human making a, a, a mistake. Disappointment in myself, I, I hold on to it for a bit, but then I'll just also let that go. I just let it go. Like, I don't know, you can't, you can't be too angry at yourself all the fucking time. You can't be too angry at other people. I think if you carry around that anger, that like, that, and if you carry that around, it's going to just come out somewhere else. So I try to let that go as quickly as possible. Okay. All right, that's that's fair. Um, do you have any questions? I don't. Do you have any like like when you let it go, you're just like, okay, I'm not gonna like let this affect me anymore, or yeah. is it like, like yeah, it's more? It's like a like I don't want to like it's like the burden thing. Like yeah. you don't want to carry uh, well, it. Well, so, so, sometimes I'll say I'll say like, why are you putting your energy into this anymore? Right. Why are you dedicating more energy into this? Um, sometimes with me and my wife, if we're talking about something that may have taken place with another person. I'd just be like, okay, are we are we done putting energy into this person? And yeah, okay, we're moving on. Like we we got to move on. Um, but when I was younger, you know, you know, I'm I I used to be able to hold a grudge pretty well, you know, and I used to be vengeful and want to get people back. Uh. That's I think that's just wasted energy. I think that I think back in your swift kick in the nut. Phase. Yeah, yeah. My, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I just kick it everywhere. And I just walk around, kick people in the nuts. But yeah, yeah, I used to want to get people back. You know what I mean? Make them remember the day they fucked with me. Whatever. I don't do that anymore. And as far as I go for myself, I just remind myself that I'm human and I'm going to make a lot of mistakes in my life. And maybe that was just one. And you got to fucking move past it. You know? Do you have any good vengeance stories? Like do I have any good vengeance stories? Um. You know, ven this is this is probably not this is probably going to be a pop chakra. But when I was younger, growing up, I was like a, a late bloomer. You know, so all my other friends, like girls, like them before me, and I was you know kind of got picked on. And I'm I'm a light skinned guy, so whenever you hang around all your black friends, they're always picking on you and shit. Um, and then later on in life, I feel like the, the tables turned a little bit. I started lifting weights. I grew taller. I cut my hair off. Got darker. Yeah, yeah. Got... <laughs> and then, and then I felt like like I, I was like 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 the ugly duckling. You know what I mean? But then it felt good when like you know all their girlfriends wanted to fuck. You know what I mean? I was like pretty pretty stoked about that. That doesn't mean I fucked all their girlfriends, but you know I I, I felt like inside I always kind of won. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, yeah. That, that's probably a pretty shallow answer, but. <laughs> You know, yes, yes, a tough question to get a tough answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, but the like, truth is the truth. But like you guys, like so, like you, you guys do martial arts. You do jujitsu, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, when you when you make a mistake and leave your arm in the wrong spot, you better figure the fuck out soon, right? You can't you can't sit there and go, oh, I wish I would put my arm there. I'm such an idiot. No, you got to get your arm back in and you got to go to the next position. 
Um, that's kind of how I try to do it in life. It's like, get, get your arm back in, retain your guard, get to the next position, let's go. So, mm-hmm. you know. All right, so I always like to ask this question during this section, but uh, whether it was either in a sport or maybe a performance art type of thing when you were younger, do you have a disappointment that might still linger? In a sport? Yeah, I missed a big layup in a big game when I was in high school. Oh yeah, yeah. I was a ball player coming up. Okay, so yeah. what 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 is what, what what were the stakes? What was the situation? Okay, District Four playoff game to go to the championship. All right, great game, Williamsport, Pennsylvania. We're yeah, playing. I was about to say District Four. That's that's, that's up there. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why most of the people in the that's that, that's why the guy with the gun was a white dude because I was okay. up in the Pennsylvania. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> um, and uh, we're we're playing good game back and forth, back and forth. I, uh, ball comes to me, I catch it on the left block off the inbound play. So Beautiful the, what, what was the score? Uh, maybe like 67, 67. It was, it was tied. Gotcha. And, uh, no, 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 that, I, I lied to you. We were down one. So right. my two point bucket would have put us ahead. And what is it, I'm sorry, late in the game? Late in the game. Yeah. Yeah. This is when, you know, like maybe like seven seconds. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. This was yeah. it. So I catch the ball. Bang, perfect spin move. Come around to reverse it to the right hand. I put it up. Now, he went to block it and he grabbed the net and it shook the rim. Now, that should be a goaltending call. They never called the fucking goaltend, but I missed the layup. And that was, that hurt. It was my senior year. I was, uh, I was the best player on our team. I was our leader. Statistically speaking, I was, you know, numbers wise, the best player on the team. I've always felt like I should have made that shot. It was just a fucking layup. And uh, I missed it. Then we had to start fouling. Then they're making all their free throws. And then game's over. And uh, we never got to go to big dance. Okay, so <laughs> there, there are multiple ways you can miss a reverse layup. Yeah. All right, one of the ways that I always found the funniest is when you stick it right between the rim and the backboard. And you get that wedge shot. Yeah. And it sticks there. It did not stick okay. there. Because <laughs> you could also hit it off the bottom of the rim, which is the yeah, easiest yeah, way yeah, where yeah, it goes right straight up. It goes straight back down. And it makes like a really fucked up noise. Yeah, no, not, it wasn't that. Not it, was, it was pretty. It was like Kyrie style. Like I came up under, had a little English on the ball. Like it was, it was nice. And then he went to block it. It thing. Remember, he he grabbed the rim. <laughs> he grabbed yeah, the yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not letting that go. Part of this story. Oh, there you go. And uh, yeah, I missed the thing, and I I was it, it fucking hurt. But you know, whatever. What can you do? Yeah, you know. right. that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a pretty good one. <laughs> How many points did you have that game? Thirteen foul trouble. That's what happened to me. I got foul trouble. Because mm. I was a little too excited. So in the second quarter, I, I committed one foul, and then shortly after, I committed another foul. So I got two in the first half. So I just sit the whole second quarter, which was another thing that I kind of struggled with because I was like, I should have been in the game longer. But then I got in there, was doing my thing, missed the fucking most important layup Man. of my life. Imagine if you would have had 15 <laughs> points in that game. Imagine I had a 15. The game shouldn't have been, you guys shouldn't have been down in the first place. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Stupid yeah. decisions, you know, but fuck it. I mean, we move on, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think. Well, did we? <laughs> yeah, we did, right? Can we, we, can we cut for a second? I just, I just <laughs> called my dad to talk for a little bit. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the chakra pop. Yes. We did it. Yeah. We, we made it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, Ace, take it away. All right. We are to the heart chakra. So, Albert, what have you learned from grief? From grief? Fuck. Okay, I have a question. What is what, the, what? When you say grief, what do you mean by grief? What is what is? However, it hits you. Like however, you know, whatever grief you want to talk about. Like like there's pain, different types. Like a pain yeah. type of thing. Oh man, um, what have I learned from what? What I've learned from pain is you gotta you gotta deal with it, right? If it's something, you can't let it yeah. hang around. Well, if. Let me just uh, yeah. add this for a second. I, I think, uh, even though there are different types of grief, I think all grief is centered around some type of loss. Okay, a loss. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad you clarified that. Um, I have been very fortunate. To, I'm 40 years old. I haven't lost all that much mm-hmm. as when it comes as far as like people and stuff go. But what I've learned in the losses I've taken on is that uh, the time that you have with people and the time that you're around you should probably try to make the best of it because you don't know when the last time is going to be. And it's, it's going to hurt if you, if you always said, well, next time I'm going to, and you don't get the next time. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, with, like, like my, I lost my grandparents fairly recently, you know, which is pretty good because I'm, I'm fucking 40 now. So I've, I've been doing on a good run. 
But it's, wait, how how old were you when you lost your grandparents? Uh, my my last one, of my, my my grandfather's one's still alive. He's like ninety seven wow. years old. He's up in Vermont living. That's wild. He's yeah. not even doing heroin. Not even doing. He hasn't even started the heroin yet. <laughs> yeah, goodness yeah. gracious. Living, living by himself. Wow. Well, no, 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 he was living up until about a year ago. He's by himself now. He's, but yeah, he's still around. My my grandmother died maybe th- three or four years ago. Before that, my other grandmother she died a bit before that. But you know, to get into your thirties and still have your grandparents is pretty good. Yeah. Um, and then my grandfather he died a few years ago as well. So, but uh, just to make the best of the time because you're not you're not going to get it back and. And that, that's, a, that's the other thing about like forgiving people and stuff. It's like, what, am I going to just be angry at someone my whole fucking life? Yeah. Every time I see them, I'm going to have a grudge and a chip on my shoulder. Because eventually I'm going to see them. I'm never going to see them again after that. Mm-hmm. And you want to be the one who's like, yeah, I had this chip on my shoulder. You know what I mean? I, that's what I think about it. You know, like, like, I, you know, like Q-Tip and Fife from Tribe Called Quest. They were like frenemies, right? Yeah. Like they, they made great music together, but they always had like this underlying kind of beef thing. And then, and then one of them passed away. And that's got to fucking kill. That's got to hurt so fucking bad. This person that you shared so many great things with, but you 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 never really reconciled that piece. Mm-hmm. And now they're gone. That's fucked up. Yeah, that's your Q-tip and five. <laughs> that's so funny. The tribe called Quest. Yeah. Sure. Like, hey, yeah, remember yeah. what happened to tribe called Quest? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't want that to happen right. to you. <laughs> well, but it's it's, it's it's true though, right? You, I mean, maybe it's crazy, but yeah. I, I think about stuff like that, like people who didn't get to make it right. You know, it's fucked up, man. That's so. What I learned from grief is you better do the best with the time you have with the people you have, and because um, you don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, that's you know? very on point tip. <laughs> I like that. Well, like 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 last night. Last night I had a show, right? So I I, did, I was at Wisecrackers in Scranton. And uh, then we did a Don't Tell in between. So there's two shows at Wisecrackers. And then I slipped out and did a Don't Tell at Bizarre Skate Shop in Scranton, Pennsylvania. And when I left my house, I said bye to my, my girls. But I left in a hurry. Mm-hmm. And now here I am driving on the PA Turnpike dark. And I'm like, fuck, man. Like, what if that? So I called them right away. And I was like, hey, I left in a hurry. I'm sorry. I just want to say I'll see you in a little bit. All that stuff. But I was like. You know, thinking about the time, like what if that was what if that was the last time? And I rolled out and like didn't even have time to say bye and give you a hug and a kiss. That'd been fucked up. You know what I mean? Like, welcome to the trauma center, kid. Right? You would have been mm. that would have been a traumatic thing for the rest of her life potentially. So, just a little shit like that. That's that's kind of what I what I do. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. I think about that all the time. Like, which would be better? You know, like a a, a really big last gushy goodbye. Yeah. Or, you know, like a nonchalant. I see you when I see you, kid. As long Ooh. as it's not like a harsh word, you know? Yeah. Like, that like would fuck never... you and close yeah, the door. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, why so did you goddamn empty the dishwasher yeah. and you walk out? Like, lazy yeah. fuck. Yeah, yeah like The last thing would, I said to him was lazy fuck. <laughs> yeah, but then, you know, fortunately for you, they'll be emptying the dishwasher for the rest of your life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> might, you can look at it a lot of ways, <laughs> is what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, were you going to say something? No, no, I, I probably was, but I forgot. Don't worry about it. Okay, well, that's the chakra pop then. Yes. Yeah. You guys, you know, you guys ask some really good questions. Like, I sometimes, I don't know if you can see my eyes. Sometimes they get a little, like, can you see it? I get a little emotional. Well, I, I try not to put too much pressure on uh, the person speaking by looking at looking them. them right, <laughs> looking them right in their eyes. Yeah, I want, I want people to feel as free as possible answering the question. That was a good question. Like, you know, I, I, I do a podcast. I'm always like, I want someone to come on this thing and fucking cry yeah have you, had, have you had criers on here yeah, a couple of, so we got tissues over okay there. <laughs> i mean that one that one was pretty well i don't know if you could see it. i think the, the the welling of the eyes has gone down a bit but that was a that was a tough one yeah 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 that's usually the question that gets people because like you know like you're talking, you're talking about, about people you've lost and stuff yeah. yeah but we also had somebody cry yeah. on the next question yeah that's true <laughs> which is <laughs> ridiculous and uh that was a chakra pop ace take it away or to the throat chakra so, Albert, what's your favorite lie that you have told or uh, extra karmic points if it's still in rotation? Still in rotation? Okay, yeah. I don't know what, what's still in rotation. Yeah, that, that is a lie that you are currently so that I'm le- That I'm living. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I have any lies that I'm currently like running around with that still are, are, are circulating. Um, I, I, I don't think I have anything for that. I will tell you a lie that used to be said a lot. And uh, it worked out well for me, I think. Uh, when I, I used to live in Rochester, New York, and um, there's a there there was a time when um, everybody knew a football player that kind of resembled me. 
Mm-hmm. And so every once in a while, I would get someone to believe that I was a professional football player. Nice. And like that professional football player or just a professional A professional football, football okay. player. Because there was a period there there was a period of time like bald light skin dudes were kinda all over the place, right? Yeah. You know, like we I mean like before uh, they, they stopped not um pledging to the flag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no. He's talking so he, you're talking like uh like, like late Taylor, night, like nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, late nineties. That was that was the light skin renaissance. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, exactly. And I was living in my, in my all my light skin beauty, brother. I was, I was, you know. So yeah, I, yeah when, it, when Kaepernick did that, he was treading on thin ice. Light skin, light skin dudes were already. We were already, yeah. we already, yeah, we were already it on our like, way out. No one dude, gave a fuck about seriously? it. Seriously, yeah, and, not a good time. Yeah, like, we were all very upset with him in the meetings. Yeah, <laughs> like, why is he doing this to us? <laughs> yeah, but there was a, so so you could just be like talking to someone, and I I, I, I waited a little more. I was like bigger guy you know and but they'd be like do you and they would always come up like do you play football you look like someone play football and then you would just be like oh yeah i do or i did or I, i'm on this team or I, and you know girls would eat that shit up and mm. that was that was a really cool time for for me for, for <laughs> how, all the light-skinned guys all the light-skinned guys know what i'm talking about how far did you take this lie like you know oh, just I mean? to like brunch the next morning. <laughs> it was yeah. like time to pay for brunch. They could see my credit card statement. Like, wait, you're not fucking Jason Taylor. What the fuck are you talking about? So wait, what what team did you play for? Uh, Bill. I would tell Bills because I was in Rochester, New York. Okay, what position? Bills. Um, tight end. What was your number? I never got asked me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, these are also like, like no one's buying this shit when they're sober, right? There's all it's yeah. usually like drunk people, but you know, it fucking worked. So that was that was it. It was like I'm, I'm hooking up with this football player. It was like football everybody's player. got a good story. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, you let them. Yeah, they get to leave having hooked up with a football player. Nobody knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one's ever heard of. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. what's he look like? Oh, he's bald. He's light skinned guy. He's like, hey, oh, uh, I know yeah. who you're oh, talking that about. That one guy. Yeah, 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 I think yeah. I saw him. He had a really good game two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was just like that, and then boom, you're and golden. She gets to believe that for the rest of her life. For the rest of her, until she sees this, and she's like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> All right. Well played. Yeah. That's a good lie. Yeah. That's a solid lie, right? Yeah. And keep in mind, we had somebody li- uh, cry during this conversation. Uh, this question. Wow. That's that's a deep fucking lie. Yeah, I don't remember what the context was, but it was like, it was just blowing my mind that it was this question. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, what is happening? Now, right maybe now? it was accumulation. Maybe it was all of this heaviness coming out. And then. Yeah. I mean, because it is, it, you know, whether or not this is a heavy podcast really depends on the the guest. How heavy we're just we're asking gonna, the question. We're gonna make it, right? Right? Yeah. So it's uh yeah, it was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. You know? But uh again, that is a throat chakra popped. Popped. Ace, take it away. All right, we are to the third eye chakra now. So we're out of the physical into the metaphysical. Okay. So Albert, what's something that you've always like you thought of as the same, but as you've gotten older, you realized it's really not the same. Wait, did I say that backwards? Mm-mm. Okay. I did. I you said it. Yeah, yeah. You didn't say it right is what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I was Which is the same or really <laughs> not the yeah. same, right? <laughs> yeah. what, what is something that you always thought was separate, but as you've gotten older, you've learned it's really... Did I say it the same way again? No, no. no you I you said it right. It's the same. You was, thought it was separate when you were younger, but as you've gotten older, you've learned it's really the same. Uh, Wait, I thought it was separate when I was... No. Can you can you give me an can you use this in a sentence? No, can you give me an example? Like, How about can you say the sentence? Right? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. So 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 wait. This is metaphysical. So this is like a a brain. That, I, that I thought. Pe- I think people are all the same. Okay. What, I, what do you mean by that? I think. I think. I think every human being in the world is a hypocrite. Or, or is at some point in their life a hypocrite or has hypocritical thoughts and ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everyone, all human beings, really just want the best for themselves and, for lack of a better term, their people. Mm-hmm. And no matter how people try to slice it and package it, it all comes back to them wanting the best for themselves and like their people or you know, once again, their people, the people look like them, the people that are in their circle. And people, and I think that humans will go in a lot of different ways to kind of mask that, but at the end of the day, it all comes down to the same exact thing. 
that's what I that's what I think. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's what I, I, I that's what I found. I mean, I'm, I'm 40. I feel like I'm at 40 years on this planet. I've realized that I, I say a lot. All people are the fucking same. Yeah. We're all the same. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. No. Yeah. Because yeah. we, we spend a lot of time trying to act like we're not the same. Right. We spend so much time trying to act like I'm different from you. You're different from me. I took a 23 in me and so forth. So that means I'm this, but you're that. And I'm and I feel this way about life and choice and and LGBT, all, all these different things. Mm-hmm. We're all the fucking same. We're all the, we're all the same. We're not as different as everyone tries to pretend that we are. Mm-hmm. And we we all kind of I think we all think the same and kind of act the same. You know. So this is something that you've come to later in life but before you would see people as separate entities i would see people oh yeah like oh they're they're di- yeah that person's different or that 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 is different or they but then i realized that so what, what what were the boxes that you used to put people in when you were oh that's a good one maybe like a like a um i don't, I don't want to use like a political term you know i don't want to say like liberal and a republican so like is it like a progressive and a Whatever that it, what what would that be called? Um, I think all terms are pretty political now. Okay, that's so a really I, good I think you're that's a really good point. But so there may be someone who has more conservative thoughts mm-hmm. and someone who has a little less conservative or more liberal thoughts. Like if you start talking to both of those people and and asking some tough questions and listening and letting them letting them do most of the talk. By the end of the day, if you compared your notes as to how they feel about their, I think they would both almost be identical. Because I, I think they're really just, people are the same. People are, are way more, we're may, way more in common than we're out of common. That, that's even a term you can use. You can use whatever term you want. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. my chakra. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that's what I, so I thought, I used to think people were all kind of different and unique. And now I kind of think that people are all pretty much the same. Yeah. I think that's a pretty good answer. Yeah. 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 I think that's a chakra pop. Mm-hmm. Quick and dirty. Yes. Yeah. Unless there was something you wanted to add. No, I'm just glad I'm just popping these chakras off, man. Just Hell like, yeah. Pop them I off. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> popping off in the chakra bill. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Ace, take it away. All right. We made it to the crown chakra. Last one. This is the last chakra. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, Albert, what's one thing you can't give up and why? And what would giving it up mean? Oh, my God. Okay. That's uh, well, I can't give it up and why. Is it, And this has to be like a, like, I couldn't say food, right? Well, I guess I could say whatever I want, but that would be like a bailout, wouldn't it? Like all food? (laughs) You don't want to eat? (laughs) No, no, I couldn't give up food. Yeah. Right? That's what I'm saying. But that would be kind of a... you're like... (laughs) uh, Breathing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's a a shitty way to go about it. Yeah, I'm really Um, into it. I like it. uh, I think the the desire to feel love, to be loved, that's important to me. To, To know that somebody loves me Someone's looking out for me. Someone is thinking about me when I'm not around. That makes me feel good. Um, I have a wife who does that. I have family that does that. My, I, I believe my daughters do that. Um, but that's that. To feel it feels good to drive around, to walk around, know that someone out there. I'm, I'm important to some people. I'm the world to a few people. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal for me. I think. Do you call and check in and make sure your wife is thinking about you? She. Well, I talk. We talk to throughout the course of the day. We probably were on the phone at least five times. Quick stuff. It's not always like, "Hey, I just want to tell you I love you." But to me, that's enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, like, I don't. I don't know what that number meant. Well, you know, I don't need like, someone to call me like, "Hey, it's lunchtime. Just making sure you ate." Oh, hey, it's two o'clock. Make sure you got your snack. Hey, I don't. You know, yeah, but what, yeah. So when you said, "Here's what I here's what I meant by that." When you say uh, we are on the phone probably like five times, is that a lot or a little? That's that's way more than I've ever been on the phone with any other human being. Okay, so that's a lot. So that's a lot that's to a lot. me. Yeah, okay. yeah. And it's not it's not it's not a full on conversation. Sometimes it's like, hey, I just want to remind you, you know, da da da. All right, thank you. But for me, my, my love language, my love language, whatever, that makes me know that I'm loved. That makes me know that you give a shit yeah. about me. Is that someone was like, oh, I better remind Albert this. I better tell, make sure he knows this. So that for me, that's. That's a lot, but that's that's what keeps me going, and I couldn't live without. How many how many times a day would you say we're on the phone? Um, it feels like less lately. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get that morning call anymore. 
No, you don't. Um, maybe three. Hmm. Does that seem right? What do you think it used to be back when I was getting all the calls? When I cared about you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like last year, last school year, what would you say? Maybe maybe add one or two more to it, four or five. Yeah, even five times a day. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I'm not getting nearly that now. <laughs> you, get 50%, you get like 50% of yeah. that. You know what I think the difference is? Like, I've started eating lunch with our daughters. I work at the school that they go to. And like, oh. I can see, they now they go to the cafeteria. They didn't go to the cafeteria before. They were in classrooms. And it was all COVID weird and stuff. Oh. Now I see them at lunch. So I get like my family fix, you know? I see mm. our children. I'm like, I get the family love. Not the husband, the children. The children. Yeah. Are, yeah. yeah. I'm going to tell them to stop going to the cafeteria. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're taking my love. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. All right, so, uh, Albert, what, what do you think it would mean for you if you weren't getting that? Uh, I'd, probably, I'd probably be like a, a bit of a maybe depressed or sad person, I think. I think I'd probably be walking around with like a chip on my shoulder. Mm. Yeah, maybe a little, a, little, a little angry, jealous of people. You know, that jealousy is a motherfucker, man. If you're walking around jealous, you're you're like I think you're a pretty dangerous person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think a jealous motherfucker is a dangerous person. So I think they probably have some jealousy. And you you see that, don't you? Like you you ever see like your friends and be like, oh, can you believe this? And they're like pointing at some other couple or something, and it's like you just don't feel loved. Yeah. That's what it is. You that's what they're saying or doing or posting on the internet, that's not bothering you. You, what's bothering you is you don't have anyone to do that with. A little lonely. Yeah. Being lonely feel, makes you, don't you feel angry. Love. Makes you fucking angry. Yeah, I don't. Right? I don't surround myself with people that don't feel loved. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's. They're a lot to take care of. They're an emotional yeah, burden. They're emotional. Yeah. And then you got to love them. Yeah. And then it's your responsibility to like love your friend. You're like, yeah. <laughs> I gotta love you, dude. Like the fuck, man. I just like, want to hang out for an hour and then go home. I gotta love you now. <laughs> <laughs> or you know what I mean? Or you're yeah. always like talking them up or talking them off the cliff, and it's like you, you got to find someone who fucking loves you, bro, <laughs> or girl, or whatever. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, no, yeah, I think that's that, a very good solution to that person. You need to find someone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a lot this, for me. Find someone else who will do this shit with you. I get. Isn't that like uh, was it Maslow's hierarchy of needs? Wasn't that that's a guy, right? Abraham Maslow. Anyone psychology? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was part of his hierarchy of needs, right? The feeling that yeah, you belong, yeah, or feeling yeah. to be loved, or something. Yeah. After your uh, your basic needs are taken care of, mm. then you can feel loved. Yeah, like yeah. If you have food and water and shelter, yes, yeah, now you can feel loved. Yeah. So I mean, it it's, it's something, right? He yeah. felt it. He he felt the same way I did. Well, he just thought it was important. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Yes. But you guys think it's important too, because you yeah. both have someone who loves you. Mm-hmm. Well. I did. Well, I did. <laughs> Five phone calls ago, you did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now I just have food, water, and shelter. Yeah. <laughs> so if the, if the kids are eating the fucking cafeteria, there yeah. you go. That's what I'll tell you get. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's it. I check in with you. I call you like, I have no time, but I make sure I make an effort to call you. Mm. Don't you feel that? <laughs> yeah, I feel like you have no time. Yes, I do feel that. I but definitely yeah, feel that. You, you know, what I feel in, in this whole thing to feel love, sometimes I find that I'm a, I'm a little selfish with it. Like mm. maybe I'm not making the same calls or sending the same texts. Or and I, my wife called me. She called me out on a few few weeks ago. Like you just hit me up, and I'm like, fuck, damn it, because she was right. Like I I didn't give her like a good morning, and then I just hit her up and asking her a question, which was more of like a favor. Mm. And she's like, yo, that's how we're doing it now. You don't even fucking. And I was like, damn, you're a selfish, yeah. lover, Albert. That's yeah. selfish. Yeah. But you know, you you move on. You learn and move on. Yeah. Would you consider you a selfish lover? <laughs> I think I'm the no. one making all the calls here. Yeah. All right, that's that, a chakra popped out. <laughs> that was, that was I didn't think about that. <laughs> You're very, very good point. Very solid point. There. Yeah. yeah, so we did it, man. How do you feel? I, I feel good. I feel, you know, you know I, I, I am in therapy. Mm-hmm. And uh, these are the kind of shit questions that you, not shit questions, these are the kind of stuff you talk about in therapy. It took me a while to get comfortable talking about things, you know? Yeah. Some things are hard to say out loud mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. someone else. Yeah. You know? Um, Especially with a camera and With lights. a camera and lights, right? <laughs> yeah. But being, it's good because being in therapy has really opened my eyes to some things and saying things out loud are important. It's like, it's like saying your goals out loud. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. If you wake up every morning and you say your goals out loud, you're probably going to get them. Um, if you know that you have to overcome something and you put it out there, and you're probably going to get it. So this was good because it kind of jives with my therapy that, that I'm trying to, you know, be the best version of myself. Okay. And do you have time to stick around for the Patreon episode? Sure. All right, cool. Uh, by the way, that's $1. Gets you all of our exclusive content. And then you said you have a podcast? I do. What is it called? Seriously Dead. All right. Yeah. So uh, fellow uh, Philadelphia area comedian Jay Yoder and myself are both fathers. Uh, Jay and I were driving places to you know do different shows and such. And every time we're in the car, you just start talking about your kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're sitting there and we're like, you want to just do a podcast about being a father? And he was like, yeah, we should do that. And I was like, all right, cool. So seriously, dad, which is something that my daughters are saying more and more to me, like seriously, dad. So seriously, really, yeah, 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 gotcha, yeah, seriously, comma, dad, apostrophe, question mark, apostrophe, gotcha, and uh, <laughs> nice. we just talk about dad shit. We'll have you on sometime. Come on, talk about. Oh yeah, shit. I'm a dad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shit all you the forget time. about that. You're like, oh, shit, I have yeah. a father too. Yeah, I got kids. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. And so definitely check them out. Seriously, Dad. Yes. And then right now we're going to hop into the Patreon. $1 gives you all of our exclusive content, which not only includes the counter to this podcast that you're watching right now, which we call Chakra Poppers After Dark, because we are going to pop open Albert's Shadow Chakras. But we also do some fight commentary and analysis on Ansley's Jiu-Jitsu matches. I was trying to do that with more energy. Yeah. You feel a lot it? Of energy. Yeah. Did you feel it? I, fe- I, I felt yeah. it. Too. I felt it too. Like I, felt I, it up? I thought it was a chakra thing. I got you you got to be. A, I got to. You got to learn how to be a salesman in this. Yeah. Yeah. Industry, yeah, you know, you do. Would, because it, it. It, you got to make people believe it in order for them to want it. Yes, and if if you don't believe it, they're not going to believe it. No, and the fucking Patreon is fun. Yes, it's a I good Patreon. It. Fucking right. If is. you like, if you ha- if you like this in any capacity at all, you will love the Patreon. Yes. And that is what I believe. That is that is my guarantee to you. <laughs> if you like what we do, you'll like what we do. <laughs> All right, one dollar. Get in there. Thank you so much for watching and listening. We love you guys and we are out. Good night.